Hi, I'm Alice. I'm Annalise. I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening listening to Experimental. I am so excited about the guests that we have today. Miss Sarah is your, oh, you have a new last name. I do. Oh my God. Oh my God. Sarah Metzfield. Oh my goodness. Formerly Hurley. Yes. (laughs) I haven't even, I don't think, spoken to you since you hitched. Hitched. You got No, I don't think we have. When did you, when did you get married? I got married October 10th. Oh my gosh. So. Congratulations, by the way. You looked absolutely stunning. Uh, how was the wedding you. with like uh COVID and all that did you did you do like a like a small or did you have we were really mm-hmm. lucky because like October there were no restrictions really in pl- I mean like the gatherings were like you could have up to 75 percent oh, wow. so we really didn't have to and our wedding was like outside so oh yeah so you guys we pretty much good. felt comfortable like doing it the reception was like mostly outside too yeah so. that's awesome we were I mean, people like wore masks and we had to keep all of the tables six feet apart, but that was really the only restriction we had, which was, so we were bad. really, really lucky with that. Was it in the DC um, area or did, were you guys? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, uh, like just outside of DC in Virginia. So oh, that's, nice. um, that's so nice. Virginia yeah. has a lot of like nice yeah, venues. They do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Out in the country. <laughs> But the reason we wanted to have Sarah on today is to talk about fitness and New Year's resolutions and all that jazz. Um, Right. And your qualifications. So you've got an Instagram. You have a full, like, like Instagram, (laughs) what's it called? Account, like, dedicated Uh, to this. So, like, you you know. You get it. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. And I started it, like, a year ago now, I guess the Instagram account, which is weird wow. and crazy. Yeah. Um, and you're a certified personal trainer, right? Yes. Yeah, I got okay. certified. I also got certified a year ago. So like, I started the Instagram account like right at the same time. I got certified and like started looking for jobs in fitness and all of that. It grew pretty fast then, right? Because what Annalise told me, like, it seems like you you are pretty successful. Yeah. Well, so what happened, like. Basically, I got my certification and started applying for jobs, got a job at a gym in the D.C. area, and then the gyms all shut down because of COVID. So I was like, well, I guess, like, the most productive thing would be to, like, kind of grow my social media in regards to fitness because people love fitness shit on Instagram. (laughs) They love it. And I was like... I mean, at least this is, like, something I can put my energy towards that's somewhat productive and yeah. something that I enjoy doing. So, yeah, that's kind of how it it got started because I really cool. had nothing else to do. <laughs> uh, so, seeing as it is January – wait, third, th- if, is what is today? I think it's the third. It is it's the third. third. Oh, okay, it's wow. right. That was – okay. <laughs> Obviously, like – you know, a lot of people set these lofty goals, lofty goals, these New Year's resolutions. They say, I'm going to work out seven days a week. I'm going to eat super healthy. I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Yeah. All these crazy things. And there's always uh, that um, expectation, expectation. But also, I think I hear a lot of people saying, oh, the gyms are going to be so crowded all of a sudden. Like, yeah. 
all that kind of thing. It is really funny to me. It is so weird. So I'm wondering, do you have like opinions of New Year's resolutions? Do you have a general general. feeling of them? Not even fitness ones, just like any, you know, any resolutions. Like, do you make resolutions? So I, every year I'm like a big, I love setting goals for myself just with everything. Um, And for like, yes, I personally do set resolutions but I don't necessarily just do it in the new year like I kind of do it like every three months like I reassess my goals and like what I'm doing in life but I don't know I feel like just because it's a new year and it's what everyone's talking about I feel like it's a good time for me to like check in with like what I'm doing in life and for people in general I feel like it's it's it can be a positive thing um if you allow it to be like I feel like there's nothing wrong with like setting goals for yourself whether that's fitness or career wise or whatever and if like that happens to be in the form of a new year's resolution like I think that's great I mean it's someone taking a positive step in their life right and like making that change but like on the other hand I think people can put a lot of pressure on it and set goals that are just like unrealistic and unachievable and then it can get toxic because you're like setting these things that are just like not achievable and when you don't get it you get too hard on yourself and like and I know I've done this myself like if I don't achieve the goals that I set I get like just like in this like really like toxic state of mind like I suck at everything like all that kind of stuff so yeah I yeah see for that reason I usually don't end up sending like a new year's resolution or if I do mm-hmm. I like keep it to myself because I'm always like afraid that like I'm gonna fail and you know it's gonna be it's embarrassing if you fail and well not fail it's embarrassing if you don't achieve what you want to or as yeah. much as you wanted to so I feel like I always I'm always weary of setting new year's resolutions I feel but... like I've swung the other way in recent years though too because I think for a long time a lot of my new year's resolutions were totally unrealistic like in college or like in high school it would be like get straight A's or oh. you know yes yeah see, I never mm-hmm. I never it was ridiculous I don't know why I did that so then in the past couple years I've just been like I would like to drink more water yeah I would like to spend less time on my phone like yeah. just more general I mean this year my resolution is I, it's kind of a joke but it's kind of not I'm in like the midst of like trying to find a therapist so oh. I was just like well since I'm already doing that I'm just gonna make them a new resolution because then I as long, achieve it as long as you find a therapist <laughs> this year you're good to go yeah <laughs> then I achieved it so that's there yeah. you go I, I try and keep them like as easy as possible so yeah um Sorry, I'm locking my phone. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's a good way. And, like, that's what I've been trying to do. Like, things that I know I can achieve. Like, and I try not to make them, like, body-related or, like, not that they're not fitness-related, but more of, like, I try to make, like, more of a mental Mm. goal, if that makes sense. Like, I want to, like, feel this way. Like, I want to feel strong or, like... right. I don't know what's another one like I want to develop my spirituality like stuff like that that's like not as concrete mm, I guess yeah if that makes I like sense. That. and that like helps me I feel like I like even if I just did one small thing to move towards that 
you accomplished it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, there's no, like, black or white. Yeah. I did it or didn't, so. And, and that, that kind of goes right into our next question of, like, how do you measure success of your goals? Like, do you have, is that how you do it? Like, you just kind of be like, oh, if I took one small step, then, like, it's successful? Or do you have kind of, like, a like a plan, like, mapped out? Uh, so it depends on the goal. So for like fitness things, for like my mental health and for like just like spiritual related growth, I would say that I'm like that. But then when it comes to like my financial goals, I'm a lot more like hard line. Like this is mm. how much I need to save. This is how much I'm going to invest. Like things like that. But that's really the only goal that I'm like that on. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> I say, yeah. Yeah. I like the but I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's like something I have to be like, you know, yeah. So. You can't, you can't go goals. too lenient with yourself on that, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I like the flexibility of like you recognize that not every goal needs the same quantifier. Yeah. Quantifier. Right. Right. Do you have any pet peeves for people who set fitness related resolutions or goals? Or like, even just like the companies, like yeah, just like things, my pet yeah. peeve is like oh. how companies talk about it. Mm. Like, yeah, I mean, there's like the obvious things, like the like cleanses and like detoxes, all of that stuff. Like, I, it's first of all, it's just so manipulative yeah. to like use all these terms like burn fat, detox your body because they're not they're not scientifically accurate. Mm. They're not realistic. Like, they're not long-term things, and they're just basically money-sucking programs right. to, like, get you hooked on this cycle of, like, dieting and, like, fluctuating between dieting, binging, all of that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, so, like, I hate that with companies. And I – my other pet peeve, which is, like, on the other thing, is the people that do get, like – pissed off that the gyms are crowded mm. and like all these people are trying to do their new year's resolution because like everyone is going into the gym because they want something mm. out of it like they want to improve themselves in some way and i think like being very like exclusive or like gatekeeping the gym from people makes people like have more negative feelings towards exercise and towards like fitness so and like no matter what your goal is even if that's just to like get out of the house and like move your body for 20 minutes like you deserve to be in the gym and you deserve to take up space and I like so many people like the past three days people are just like oh I can't believe the gym is so crowded all these people are coming in blah 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 yeah. and I'm like no like these people deserve to take up space and to like better themselves just as much as you do even though you've been here for three years yeah. like I mean that could be that's so. a whole conversation in and of itself just like gatekeeping in fitness and like yeah. you know because yeah. like gyms are intimidating they are even if you don't encounter yeah. someone who's actively uh trying to intimidate yeah. yeah I was gonna say discriminating but yeah like actively you know being negative to you like just like the passive act of watching yeah. someone deadlift 300 uh, pounds is like well, scary even oh, yeah. in college I remember there was a gym in our apartment building and there was one day that I was in there running on the elliptical or something and the fucking rugby team walked in oh god and I was shaking <laughs> oh my- in my boots I was like I need to get off this I need to get out like 
There's yeah. large yeah. men. Even even in so far as um, so Annalise and I uh, did the dance company in in college, mm. and we yeah. ha- like practiced at the 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 student gym facility thing where the athletic the, center athletic center i don't even know what it's called um because there's a dance studio on the second floor and whenever like the athletes would walk by the dance studio or like whenever we were practicing in there i feel like i don't know i just felt like they always would give us weird looks like, they well, what do you do you're not what did they call non-athletes there's a word know. there's a word that like athletes call non-athletes at college but yeah, um, I yeah, it always felt like very like <laughs> even going to the athletic trainer if we needed like medical tape or band aids or whatever, I would be like they would I don't know they, they would ask them. a lot of questions and then I would feel so awkward like, yeah, like this is the only dance studio on campus <laughs> yeah I was like please for the love of God I just need a band aid I promise I'll never talk to you again <laughs> I just, just stuffed my toe. Um, anyway, sorry, pivoting back to our conversation. So do you have any advice for like resisting those like negative diet culture things that you were talking about surrounding like just like January and I guess onward into the year? Yeah, well, I mean, it's so hard because it's literally everywhere. Yeah. Like you go to the gym and that's how they're like marketing getting people into right. the gym that's how they're selling like even the gym that I work at right now they like use that in their wording in their marketing pieces so it's hard for me to kind of like reconcile that with like my style of training which is very different yeah. than that um but like th- the best thing that I've found is unfollowing like any kind of social media that uses that kind oh, of yeah marketing Um, like that is definitely the biggest one, like find people like fitness influencers that are like body positive, body neutral, and like people that have actual certification is another big thing. Like there's so many like, you know, diet plans out there, workout plans that are from people that literally have no qualifications whatsoever. It's, it's insanity. And uh, so I was just gonna say, I wonder if you can report them because I've gotten I love reporting people now for stupid stuff <laughs> <laughs> like not like like on Twitter you know yeah. people get like really at each other's throats oh yeah but like I wonder if you could report people on Instagram for not being like healthy like well not not healthy but for not for like perpetuating bad unsound advice like I wonder if that's something that Instagram would pay any attention to I've tried to do that on TikTok a little bit there was one particular creator who had made a video I guess he was duetting or like being side by side to a woman kind of being anti-diet culture saying like stop counting calories we don't need to focus on x y and z and the guy was a fitness influencer be basically being like well it's not inherently unhealthy to do this and I got in a huge fight with him and it was going on for so long and I like blocked him reported him the whole thing but it is really frustrating when people who clearly don't know what they're talking about like want to chime into fitness especially just I don't know my mom's a my mom was a PE teacher and you know, studied like sports medicine and stuff when she was in college. So I just think that growing up, we, I, I personally always, it was so stressed how doing the things the correct way is so important to prevent injury. And like, I just, 
I don't know. It really, really bugs me when people just say things. Yeah. And try to give advice and make these workout plans. And it's very clear that it's not going to be healthy and it's going to cause issues. Yeah. But yeah, social media, I, yeah, I'm a big proponent of the advice to just like unfollow people. Oh, absolutely. That's the, it's such a huge changer. Game, such a huge game changer for mental health. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, like, I can think like, five years ago like I was following a completely different like set of people than I do now like I was like following like those people promoting like detoxes and like these like crazy like 1200 calorie diets and like I legitimately like thought that that's what Mm -hmm. I needed to do and then I like started doing all of my research and all of that and like figured out like you know, the science behind things and what actually needs to be done. And then like shifted my, like, who I'm following on all of these things. But one of the things that's like stuck with me, especially like in the past week or so, I've really noticed like with my clients is like, even though I'm seeing all of this, like, body positive content, this like scientific content, and like, all of this kind of stuff, because I'm Mm -hmm. choosing to follow it. That's not what's like, being suggested Mm. to other people when they're looking up like fitness things and like I mean I've really catered what I'm seeing on social media but like we still have such a long way to go as far as like other people and just like the world in general like seeing fitness that way I feel like sometimes I get like caught up in like oh like everyone thinks the way that I do but like I would say that like 95% of my clients are still like following unhealthy people giving unhealthy advice to them so it's also crazy to me that a lot of those people and even even not even influencers just like people in quote-unquote real life who are like chasing this idea of like perfect health and like fitness yeah it's it's interesting talking to them and like they are like so adamant that what they're doing is fitness but it's like it's it's almost I think to the point where they are like they have to convince themselves a little bit because like deep down Mm -hmm. they know it's not healthy I don't don't know maybe deep down they don't know it's not healthy but but people using fitness as a front to keep their unhealthy habits Mm. of not eating and working out too much Yes. In the name of in the yeah, name of definitely. fitness, which is just nutty. Yeah. Backwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a really easy way to like disguise an eating disorder. <laughs> an eating disorder. It's a really easy way to do that. And like no one's gonna question it. And you know, like if you're if you look like yeah. you're eating healthy and you look like you're working out all the time, like no yeah. one questions that, you know. Um, and like unfortunately that's just like how our culture has like evolved in like fitness is that like this like thin ideal and like working out all the time is like the picture of health when like that's just bullshit you know when people go about making goals related to their health and fitness what do you think that people can do in order to make these goals more attainable? And like what mistakes do you see people making? Yeah. 
So the number one mistake that I like see people do is they try to do too many things at once. Like they'll say, I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to be able to deadlift my body weight. I want to like drink 64 ounces of water a day. I want to get eight hours. Like they have like 10 goals at once. And like, you just, you can't do that. Like maybe two things at once, but I always tell my clients, I'm like, we're focusing on one thing at a time. And like, we'll do like for a beginner client, for example, I'll be like, we're going to set one goal for the first month. And once you have that like pattern of how we're going to achieve that in, then we'll add another thing. But that's the biggest thing I think with like New Year's resolutions or just like setting a goal, starting like a new fitness plan that goes wrong. Because when you try to do too many things at once, there's no way you can keep track of all of that. And I like, like, I I can't keep, like, I, like, I've been in fitness and, like, you know, lifting and, like, doing all this stuff for, like, a few years now. And I still, like, I don't do all of those things at once. Like, I I can't. There's always going to be one thing that, like, gets lost in the mix. And that's okay. Like, in the, I, I always try to, like, encourage my clients by telling them like it's okay to like let one thing go you can't be perfect all the time like maybe there's like one day out of the year that you're gonna do all of it but like you I you literally can't I I like like what you said though um because I because you know we people say a lot like don't try and do too many things at once but I like how you said like you go a month and you get into the habit and on track for one goal and then you can like start looking at another so it's just like you don't necessarily have to be looking and achieving one goal at a time but you do have to like be on a good track for one before you start about another which I, that's right that's good advice that's not advice that I've really I think I've really heard also I just want to say when you said um drink 64 ounces of water today both Annalise and I reached for our water bottles oh, and took a sip of water I didn't even notice uh, that's why I was laughing because I because I picked up mine and then you <laughs> we were literally right before we started recording we were just talking about how in the I think summer in the summer when we were living apart Alice would snapchat me and some of our friends every I don't know every couple, day well, every I day every couple hours every just That's and a- just said like uh <laughs> this is your reminder to drink water or whatever yeah. and like it was during the height of like <laughs> tiger king so i think one of them was like hey cool cats and kids yeah. drink your water <laughs> like i just was trying to find creative ways to entertain myself and also remind people to stay hydrated but during that time <laughs> obviously every yeah. time she sent that snapchat of course i would take a sip of water uh so i think i've conditioned myself that anytime anybody says anything about hydrate water. or drink water i'm like i'm thirsty now like <laughs> yeah yeah no i've like ma- like drinking water has almost like become yes! like, a nervous yes! habit for me i can't like, go anywhere without my water like when i'm like talking to people i like i and i'm like getting like anxious and like don't know what to do with my hands like i'll just start yeah. sipping my water <laughs> bottle like work and I, literally... like, i'm getting a little overwhelmed or just bored at my desk like i go up and i get up and i refill my water bottle oh yeah okay like yeah. oh my god yes yes if i get like too fidgety like i'm like yeah nope got a the water bottle it's in my hands i'm glad i've like not thought about that <laughs> yeah now, but i'm glad that i'm not alone i love drinking water though i drink i drink we bo- both yeah. Annalise and I I feel like drink a lot of water all the time constantly um yeah I do too and then I yeah. can't oh, say yeah. oh, yeah. which is just like 
it's like it's you know a love-hate relationship um so what what made you decide to start getting into like personal training and fitness so okay it's like it kind of is like a long not a long story but like I it was something I like always thought about like growing up like I always really looked up to like athletes I always was involved in like some kind of like sport or like dance or whatever and like I always like wanted to be like a like super cool like fit person or like a gymnast or like someone that could like do like really cool Mm -hmm. things with their body basically so like I it was always just something that like interested me and like um then like when I went to college I was studying like theater and uh I took like a ton of dance classes and my like like three to six hours of dance a day it was ridiculous and I like wasn't eating properly basically like a because of like disordered eating habits that just like yeah were ingrained throughout my life and then second because like I literally like just didn't have time I had no control over my schedule yeah. or like time management and I like was just like losing weight like crazy I was like mm-hmm. getting injured like my I had these like shin splints that were like so bad I like I oh. walking home and I was like what is happening to me so I started like researching like it started just like figuring out how to fix shin splints and like then looking at things like problems uh-huh. with like bone <laughs> density and stuff like that <laughs> so this is where it like came and I was like oh like okay like when you don't eat and like you're doing nothing but like cardio and no strength training like your bone density yep goes to shit like this is probably what's happening to me So I, and, oh, and on top of, like, this dancing, for some reason in my head, I thought it was a great idea to go to the gym and do cardio every day. Like, it was just, like, it was just, it was very, it was horrible. (laughs) Hence the shin splints. And so basically through my research, like, I started, like, getting interested in strength training and weightlifting. This was probably, like, I guess junior year of college Mm -hmm. by this time. Um... And, like, I found out, like, oh, like, I need to eat a lot more than I'm eating to, like, sustain my body. So that's kind of, like, how it evolved. I got, like, really into lifting, all of that. And then when I graduated, I needed a job because I had a degree (laughs) in musical theater. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with this degree? So I got my, like, personal training certification and then – like, really, I mean, like, really my goal, like, with getting my certification was to help people understand, like, what mm-hmm. fitness actually is and, like, how to, like, get rid of all, like, the bullshit, like, mm-hmm. diet culture and all of that that's on the internet. And, like, even if I can only help, like, my, like, 10 clients that I have, like, at least I'm helping those 10 people, like not get taken advantage of and like not get stuck in the same situation I was like doing hours of cardio and not eating and all of that kind of stuff what's the process for getting certified because I actually I have no idea is it like do you take an online class so like an in-person yeah so you get like you like purchase like the like Mm -hmm. study materials and all of that and you have to study for it and then you like go 
to like a testing center and you have to um like take your exam which is like I don't know it's a real it's like a two-hour long test and it's it's like multiple choice and then there's like a lot of videos of like this person's form like is this like a proper squat kind of thing and then most times like most like training jobs they have some sort of like practical like part of an interview so like you have like a normal interview but then like they'll be like put this person or like put me through a workout or whatever to assess like your practical skills too did you so oh i forgot what i was gonna ask i was gonna ask so is your (laughs) certification this is all this is off script i'm just curious is your certification like through the state or is Uh, it through like an independent like board of something it's through like a it's called the american council Uh on exercise um so it's like an independent thing but there's like three or four different like companies that are like accepted by gyms and like with it it comes with like you know like liability insurance and all of that kind of stuff so like you're like insured in case like someone yeah breaks their leg (laughs) whatever i mean i don't know (laughs) do you have a gym buddy or somebody who you know motivates motivates you helps you keep you accountable anything like that and thoughts on gym buddies so so i i'm like a big fan (laughs) of gym buddies for other people (laughs) but for me like i think it's just because i'm spending time with people in the gym all day i just like it's when i do my workout like i want to be alone i don't want to talk to anyone like i want my music at like full volume like it's like my me time like we have like a private like room that the trainers use like for their clients but like that's where I will work out so that like I don't have to like see anyone so it's not that I don't like working out with other people like every now and again like I'll work out with one of the other trainers or like one of my friends but like 99% of the time I'm I'm completely alone I don't mind doing class like Annalise I used to go to a lot of classes like pre-COVID and I, I liked doing that, yeah. like, classes with you. Yeah. But I if I'm just, like, going to the gym, like, you know, to do gym things, then I want to be alone. Oh, same. Because, like, I, my time of working out yeah. is, like, my time to, like, think. Yeah. Clear my mind. Well, and... Yes. Yes. Yeah, I got, like, my aggression out. And, like, if I'm with someone else, yeah. like, I won't get as good of a workout because I will yeah. just talk to that person the whole... Like, I... I just, it's like fun and it's not like I'm not opposed to doing it but like 99% of the I time remember I in college I would alone. almost always well a lot of the times work out with either Liz or Maddie and the thing that I found was it was really useful in helping me to get up early and get yeah. down there to the gym yeah. but it was not useful mm-hmm. in the like way that I would kind of time myself based on what they were doing. You know, yeah. if they're doing 30 minutes of cardio, I'm doing 30 minutes of cardio, even though, even if that's not what I want to do right now, you know, yeah. I've heard that too. Like my coworker is like yeah. really into working out and like eating, eating the right stuff and for her body. And she's not like a personal trainer or anything. Obviously like she's works at, in an office job. <laughs> um, sitting at a desk all day but um she 
she started working out like waking up at like 4 a.m no workouts and she said like she has like a gym buddy like a friend who does it with her and she said like that has really helped so at four in the morning well she also she also wakes up and does like bible study in the morning like she she she's very spiritual yeah so she like oh my lord and like prays and reads her bible goes to the gym and then comes into work at 8 a.m i mean good for her like that's crazy to bed yeah yeah literally i used to work at orange theory and Oh my I had god! To, go <laughs> to get there because we opened at like four, and it was it was horrible. It was horrible. Now I work twelve to eight at the gym I'm at now, which <laughs> is gosh. it's oh immaculate. Gosh, that's such a drastic change. Oh my gosh! Wait, why three thirty? Because like your I know, first class literally. was at four a.m. or what Whoa. the fuck? Oh, it was at four thirty. So I had to wake up. I woke up at three thirty. Like quickly got ready. Like chugged a monster energy drink and then like hauled my ass across DC to get to. I like. I think I like working out in the morning more, but when I have time, like in college, when I had like an eleven a.m. class, I would wake up a little bit earlier if I could, because there were sometimes I just had like meetings and stuff before. But I would wake up earlier, and my whole day would be just like I'd love it. I'd feel so good. Yeah, it would be great. Um. But yeah, yeah, I do work out in the morning. Like I wake up at like that's five doable, six, though. which is still pretty early. But like, yeah, it's yeah. not it's not three or four. Like that's like five. If and later, the sun is like, gonna is, like, come out, it's okay. Yeah. To me. If the sun's nowhere to be seen, not okay. Yeah, well, exactly. people are still up from the night before. Yeah, it's not. It's not okay. <laughs> Our friend Liz, it's she wakes up early. <laughs> she goes to work at like three in the morning. That's true. She yeah, she does like news shit anchor. oh my god um uh, but yeah, she, yeah but even in college she used to wake up at like four or five morning yeah. and like go for a run fuck that because she's like just has an abundance of <laughs> uh what's it called not, energy not serotonin what's, energy uh dopamine yeah. dopamine endorphins endorphins um, but i also find i really <laughs> like working out at night because I mean, I've said this to you like a million times, but all the time I'll get off of work and I'll be like, I have so much anxiety right now. Like I need to go run or whatever. Mm -hmm. It is really good if I'm like in that sort of like weirdly anxious kind of mood. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Oh, Oh, okay. Here's a question I'm very intrigued um, to ask. Have you been intimidated in the gym? Um, Especially, like, thinking about men who tell people that they're not doing things correctly or, like, whatever. Or, like, thinking that they know more than you and then they, like, actually watch you lift something and then they're like, oh. Like, yeah. And, like, what do you do when when that happens? Yeah, I mean, like, so I feel like I get it a lot because, to be honest, like, being a female in the fitness industry is hard. It's a very male-dominated in- industry. Like, most personal trainers and most people working in fitness, like, so specifically personal really? training, that, I would say, are men. Like, group group fitness is, like, a very woman-dominated area. But, like, personal training specifically, oh, okay. I find it's, like, a lot of men. Um, 
so and like I mean I guess like the gym I work at too is just like I would say wow. like 75% male wow like, population like it's like a lot um and like I definitely get a lot of like people like joking like oh like you're doing like hip thrusts or whatever like Mm-hmm. that's like stupid like why don't you like bench or something like that instead and it, like to them I'm just like yeah I just like roll my eyes basically like I'm just like I really just don't care like but it, it does take like especially if you're like not comfortable in the gym and like haven't gone to the gym a lot like it does get intimidating and I like I still do get intimidated at times like I see people like deadlifting like 300 pounds and I'm like I can't do that and like it makes me like almost like question like my like worth yeah. as a trainer but then I'm like wait <laughs> I like I-, I don't need to be deadlifting that much like I'm not <laughs> a 250 pound man like <laughs> but like I don't know I and like it's mostly just like small comments like mm. about like the kinds of workouts that I do and things like that or like there's a lot there's a lot of like bodybuilders at the gym I work at too and no offense to like bodybuilders but like they generally think that like their yeah. way of working out is like the key to life yeah. and health and fitness and like if you haven't done like a bodybuilding show they like not all of them like a lot of them are really great people but I have found this a lot in like that culture that like Hmm. they look down on you or like you haven't like achieved like the peak of fitness because like you haven't done a show before um so it's like it's things like that that I like I get intimidated by but I guess like my advice is like right my goal is not to do a bodybuilding show like I know that wouldn't be healthy for my mindset and it is also like my goals just like are a lot more performance based Mm -hmm. than like aesthetic based so like I just you need to focus on like what your goals are and like what your mindset like fix your mindset regarding that and like just like come back to like where your goals are originating from rather than that and then like the other thing is like getting comfortable with like the machines in the gym so like if you're a first-time gym goer or like a new gym goer or even if you're just like going to a gym you've never been to before like literally just like walk around play with the machines like figure out like how to use them so that you're not like because even me like if I go to a new gym the machines are literally different at every single gym like I will get anxiety like trying to figure out how to use something and then I start like sweating and like I feel like everyone's looking at me and I'm like you know but like even me like as a trainer like it's literally they're different at every gym so like (laughs) this is my message to the world if you can't figure out how to use a machine you're not stupid it's not because you're like you don't know how to work out or whatever like Okay, that makes it so it's much hard better. to figure out. Like, <laughs> here's here's also this yeah. just made me think of this. I don't know why I was. Anyways, my family was has been members of like the YMCA like my entire life, and so I always went to work out at the YMCA because you know they have all the equipment there and like it's a gym. Um, but I always tell people like I liked mm-hmm. going. I, I'm saying it past tense because the YMCA uh, by my 
parents' house shut down. But um, I always liked going to that YMCA mm. because it was all, like, older people yeah. who were just trying to, like, stay alive. <laughs> yeah. And then it was me. So literally anything yeah. I did was, like, it, it's, I'm not saying, like, I obviously wasn't better. It was just, like, it was very easy because they, it wasn't big men passing judgment on little old me. It was just, like, we're all just here sharing right. the space, doing our own thing. <laughs> little old lady over there i see you doing yeah one two and then putting the weights down i see you i applaud you yeah this one time i love going to the gym with old people (laughs) they're so nice we had one more question um if you have never we kind of well well no this is a good one yeah if you've never been into fitness where do you start it's kind of a very broad question but as as a fitness trainer yeah, I I mean, I would say start with something that you enjoy doing. So like, I don't like if you are coming from like a dance background, for example, and you've never like stepped foot in a gym, go take like a dance Bar. fitness class or something or like, look at classes that like, sound interesting to you or like, if you have the means to do so, like hire oh, yeah. a personal trainer who can show you what to do. Um, But like, if you aren't interested in fitness and like don't like exercise or don't have like a good relationship with exercise for whatever reason like my biggest thing is just find something that you enjoy doing so like even if it's not going to the gym and like you enjoy going on a bike ride outside like do that or if you like walk like walking Mm -hmm. your dog that's exercise you know what I mean like finding like those things that you can throw in your day that you enjoy doing and that you can make a habit out of um just to like live a healthier lifestyle but like I don't know the biggest example like I have like my clients always ask me like what do I need to do for cardio like do I need to be running all the time like everyone thinks they need to be an amazing runner and I'm like no like you need to do cardio because like for your heart health like I'm not gonna tell you you don't need to do it but like the best cardio that you can do is the one that you enjoy so whether that's like going for a walk outside or if you do like running like (laughs) great for you I don't like running like (laughs) I, I hate it but like if you like it like great like I love that for you but just like literally finding one thing that you enjoy doing is my biggest tip for people that are like I just starting that. out or I also getting into it. Have been loving. I'm not saying it's to be an ad, but I I really <laughs> I really like free I'm, really, I'm really liking the Peloton app. The classes that they have on there. But we don't even have a Peloton. You oh, I love. I oh. love Peloton. We just got we are. one. Oh, but really? I, Annalise I and I are friends on Peloton, right. so, so it's like a, we are. A, like um, I don't know. It, it's okay. basically the same, but it's a it's little a bit cheaper. Yeah. It's but, but yeah, yeah. That's what we did originally. Like we just mm-hmm. got like a really cheap bike, like off of yeah. Amazon at the beginning of quarantine, and used the app. But then yeah. we were like, we're not paying for a gym membership. Like if we we're both paying for a gym membership like my husband and I like exactly. it would be more than what you pay for like the Peloton in total so we were like oh let's just do yeah. it because so I don't yeah I don't have the Peloton app I just like to you know zone in zone out and ride it when I, I haven't really been good about it lately but mm-hmm. when I do I'll like just zone out but I'll have to 
there's a YouTuber I watched that was talking about what Peloton instructor that she likes. So I'll have to find that. Yes, please do. Please do. But also, uh, no, the point, the point in me saying that though was that, um, you know, like Sarah was saying, like finding a personal trainer or a class to start, I think it's the easiest thing to do because you also have that community and accountability. So do you, Mm -hmm. wait, so do you, so I know like personal trainers, obviously, yeah, there's ones that do like freelance, I guess. So, but do people like join your gym and then like Mm -hmm. pick you to be their personal trainer or are you, do they, like, how does that, how does that industry work? Yeah. So basically like, I work for the gym and like the main way I get clients is like meeting with like people that just joined the gym and like setting them up with like an appointment we do like fitness assessments or like offer like a complimentary session and like that's how we like kind of get clients um but we also have like non-member sessions as well so like people that don't like belong to the gym can do training like we uh like we'll randomly have people call and be like hi I want a personal trainer (laughs) and then they just like send or like transfer them to like my phone or whatever and like I set it up that way so it's actually fun like I've had like three people oh my god I've gotten as clients that just like call that's cool though I like that. are like I want a personal trainer so (laughs) yeah no it's Oh, yeah, and great, um, so. this is really great. Sarah yeah. has on her Instagram a lot of body weight workouts and home workouts, which are really awesome. They really kicked my butt during mm-hmm. quarantine when I was home without a gym. Um, so highly suggest that for everyone, <laughs> especially because they're like, I feel like you're, you, <laughs> for a lot of your body weight at home workouts, they're not, it doesn't take a long time to figure out how to do it. You're not, like, stressed out, like, am I doing this right? So I feel yeah. like that's a really great place to start as well. Mm-hmm. And if you want right. to drop your Instagram. Yeah. yeah, and just, like, yeah, finding other people on Instagram that, like, post similar content. Like, there's so many people that, like, post things like that that are, like, easy to follow. And, like, if you're at home or even if you're, you're at the gym, like, you can just, like, yep. watch the video of the person doing it until you figure out, like, how to Absolutely. do it. And then, like, it takes the anxiety away out of it. And that's how I learned how to, like, work out was, like, through people on Instagram and stuff like that. Like, that's how I. Such a place to be. Um, But do you want to, do you want to drop your Instagram handle or any other things you want to plug? Plug anything you want right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So it's strong underscore Mm -hmm. by Sarah. Sarah with an H. And then my youtube is just strong by sarah no like underscores or anything it's like separate words for that one i also have a facebook page so if you're like a if you're like a mom on facebook um, in In the post in the post and in the episode notes yeah amazing um but yeah if you want to follow me or annalise my instagram is at alice what is my instagram oh alice (laughs) i forgot my own instagram handle Alice Lee underscore one seven on Instagram and Twitter. And at least is <laughs> at Finding Neiman. You can also follow us on at Experimental the Experimental Pod. Sorry, God. Okay, and we will do this again. again.